0: What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2
1: a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner and argumentative banter, KC.
0: What up, y'all?
1: <laughs> my name is Hendrix. And the place to be every Monday is the two AM podcast. How are you doing, guys? How are you doing?
0: What up, guys? Sorry, that's not I know I know it, y'all don't have the same feeling that y'all usually have when y'all hear that. You know, the applause and the roaring, applause and cheering and shit. But you know, sometimes you just gotta chill and relax and not die. You know what I'm saying? So enjoy this week, you what? know what I'm saying?
1: What are you talking about?
0: I'm talking about the intro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't as as great as it could have been. But I sound like a cheetah. I imagine this is how Cheetah sound. <laughs> Chester, the Cheeto guy, I sound like him. So
1: You actually do. If you ever heard him talk in the commercials, you actually do kind of sound like that him. With that being
0: said, I am going to leave most of the dialogue this week to Hendrix. He is going to lead y'all. I don't know where, but he going to lead y'all this week. And hopefully, you know what I'm saying, we're going to make the best of it. I'm going to chill, sit here. Trying to die, hydrate, you know, add my two cents in. I don't really have the right voice and tone for a rant. So hopefully, nothing this week pissed me off. So,
1: uh, all right. Thank you, Foxy Brown.
0: Okay. Um, all right.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, Casey's under the weather this week. Nice. But, you know, consistency, as I've been told, is the key. So we are here to give you guys all of our awkwardness still. Despite of Casey's illness.
0: <laughs> I do say illness like that. It's just Isn't I got you, a cold. You're
1: sick. <laughs> and I got a cold
0: and I lost my voice. Is this normal? Do most people lose their voice Nigga, or cold? Because my shit been going in and out and everything.
1: Oh, I don't get sick that often. Thank you.
0: Nobody give a fuck, nigga. Nobody <laughs> asked you. I'm just saying, when I get sick or whatever, I think because you know, usually my voice is so soft, etiquette, and sweet that, you know, it's hard to do that all the time. So when I get sick, that's the first thing that they strip of me is my charming tone, you know what I'm saying, my delightful tone. Now I sound like Cheeto Man. Some Cheetos would be nice, actually, with a side of Honey Barbecue Wings boneless from B-Dubs. Okay. Anyways.
1: Um, Hopefully somebody gets that to you. Hendrix. Yeah, um... Listeners, new and old, welcome. Um, for the new listeners who don't know anything about us, our podcast is just bringing you an awkward take on pop culture, life, um, love, and just the overall general millennial experience. So, check us out, check out our archives. Thank you for joining us. How was your week besides uh being sick? Casey, I was just
0: sick, most of the week, just sick. That's it. Just, just fucking sick. I <laughs> took um, pretty much took this week off the gym cause I was sick, and it was freezing. So that's pretty much what I did. I didn't do shit. I just kind of went to work and laid around my house, and um, that's pretty much it. I hung out with my best friend a little bit, and you no, know, had a couple disputes with niggas um or whatever. Had a, had a, um, uh, a false alarm.
1: A false alarm, man.
0: Um, as far as I thought I met a decent person, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> that was trash. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I, am, I actually forgot about that. I'm too, actually back to detesting all men and, um, and I'm happy to be myself again, personally. Uh, well, we're no, glad hope, to have hope you. Hope is stifling, so don't do that.
1: <laughs> we're glad to have you back at your regular negative self. We yes, appreciate I that.
0: Yes, I am here, motherfuckers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, my week was pretty good. Um, Shout out to Global Warming, because uh, shit was fucked up. Thank you for, I mean, I guess since the government isn't shut down anymore, they turned on the weather machines, so that helped a lot. Um, It went from being negative 15 on, what, Wednesday, and today we're a balmy, uh, 50 degrees as a high temperature, so yeah, that's crazy as fuck, but I appreciate it, I definitely do appreciate it, like, I don't have a coat on, like, I'm just out here chilling, as far as my week, my week was pretty good, um, missed a couple, uh, missed a couple days at work, off at work due to the weather, weather shut a lot of shit down here in Detroit, um, we had a energy, um, they wanted to conserve our energy, so by me working at one of the biggest uh, energy uh, consumers in the, in the state, yeah, I had to not work, so that was cool. Um, it was cold as shit, got a lot of time to rest and shit, and uh, man, it was good. It was a good week. Didn't have to deal with too many niggas, because I was off work. Like, people don't understand, work is, like, the the extent of most of my aggravation during during the week. So, not being at work is actually very good for me, because I don't have to deal with niggas. And niggas are stupid, we'll we'll talk about that later. So, since you've been um, under the weather, what kind of interesting things have you been watching or listening to any podcasts, any movies any tv shows
0: nothing no i'm just saying um <laughs> honestly damn like i had a fucked up week now i'm thinking about it like nothing great happened to me like i had a fucked up ass week it was all horrible please but, explain you're, um, your fucked up week in a general sense i would say um I was trying to buy Summer Walker tickets and bitches sold out in less than fifteen minutes. And I know she had it at a small venue and I was really butthurt about it, but in the reality I ain't nobody to go with it anyway, and I'm just gonna stay my ass at home and save my twenty dollars So
1: I still say the labor bought the majority of those tickets.
0: I don't know. Nor do I care because I'm not about to buy no resale tickets, no twenty dollar tickets on resale for Sixty fucking dollars. It's not gonna happen. It's literally not. You're not gonna charge me three times the price of them tickets. <laughs> so, I missed them. Boo fucking who. I was sad for a while. I was really like down about it. But at the end of the day, I just guess it. You know, what's meant for me was meant, me, meant for me, and I guess I wasn't supposed to fucking go. Um, but I did check her, uh, catch her performance on Kimmel this week. It was it was dope. Um, she has an amazing voice or whatever. Still a huge fan. Still um. Constantly putting people on her music and getting to her new project, Clear, that came out, I think, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that's it for music. I'm trying to think. I don't think nothing else dropped. And then, um, as far as movies, nothing new, but I did watch Boomerang for the first time yesterday.
1: Yes, we were equally ecstatic and equally disappointed. And what? Me? The fact that you watched Boomerang for the first time? Yeah, I saw people, I saw it was,
0: that felt some kind of way about that.
1: 21. Oh, well. I mean, look, it was a movie that I watched that when it, you know, first came out. We had it on VHS. So I couldn't go to the theaters to watch it because I was still kind of on the younger side. But yeah, was like, what year did
0: that movie come out? Ninety. Three? I, I was three years old. So what the <laughs> fuck do you niggas expect? I was I mean, looking at this shit. I'm like, Holly Berry hanging out with black people? Something is clearly, obviously wrong. 1992, actually. Okay, so I was two.
1: Yeah, June 28th,
0: 1992. I was one. I wasn't two. <laughs> I was one. So, yeah, I don't know. I knew it had to be old, because like I said, I saw Holly Berry in a black movie. I knew something was fucking wrong.
1: No, but uh, Boomerang was one of those original... Um, it was like the original Baby Boy, where they always played the shit on TV.
0: Well, I've never seen it. I'm be honest with y'all. I've never seen it. But I will also say this. I don't know about I'm not sure. I've probably said this on the show before. I was very sheltered. And it's a lot of, like, black shit and black cart revoking shit that y'all would just have to get over because I ain't seen a lot of black movies. And that's uh, one of the ones that I've never seen. Like I said, i just seen Belly in the last couple of years. I've just seen Pay the Fool in the last couple of years. Boomerang. I still haven't seen Harlem Nights. It's a whole bunch of shit I ain't seen. Man. So y'all would just have to be mad. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day.
1: You've seen Harlem Nights. I never have. <coughs> yes, you have.
0: I, I'm, I've never seen it.
1: I've played it multiple times.
0: I've never seen it.
1: didn't yeah, pay attention to it, but I've nothing, never seen
0: it. I can't even tell you the plot of the movie. I have no idea what it's about. All I know is the the scene from Pastor Kvasiak. That's all I know. That's it. <laughs> That's, all, that's literally all I know about that whole entire movie, nigga. That's
1: it.
0: And Eddie Mur Eddie Murphy in it?
1: Yes.
0: Okay. That's it. That's literally all I know about that movie. So, yeah. I just be behind a lot of shit. Uh, so, not that that's any new uh, music or anything like that. Um, or movies, rather. Um, as far as TV, I've been watching a lot of the Ion channel. Um, I finished up Punisher. It was good. I like it. I don't really know what people have against Punisher. I didn't see it. Inside. I Googled it. People had issue with it. But to me, it's good. It's action-packed. It's a lot of blood and gore. If you're a nigga, a lot of guns, a lot of violence. You know what I'm saying? It's decent plot, decent storyline. I like it. Um, trying to think what else I was watching. Uh, Caught upon on Ground-ish. That's good, too. I'm completely To completely twitch gears on a nigga. <laughs> Caught Up on Ground-ish as well. Uh, that's another good show um it was something else i wanted to watch that i haven't yet but i think that's the only thing i really have been watching it's something else i got caught up on oh i got caught up on a million little things finally I, that show. I like it it's getting a little better because i finally know what that bitch was hot and god damn
1: it's so unnecessarily sad
0: it is increasingly sad, but if you think about life, that shit fucked up, too. So, I guess at the end of the day, you know? Yeah.
1: I get it. A million little things has replaced This Is Us for me. I gave This Is Us a break.
0: I am, like, literally seven episodes behind This Is Us. I have not been watching this season at all.
1: Yeah, I gave it a little break. Um,
0: it, I don't mean, know. The episode I was watching was fucking way too much on Kate, and I just don't give a fuck about her, personally.
1: And I, I know mean, that sounds that's fucked up. how it was last season. I know they kind of take little segments or whatever. So, you know, one character might have two or three episodes about them in a row. But it all seems to revolve around Kate in the end. And I don't care. I don't particularly like her.
0: It didn't even bother me as much as it is this season. This season just too many things in her ass. Like, I feel like last season focused a lot more on Randall, in my opinion. Because I feel like it was a lot more about the... the, um... Adoption, and the foster kid, and all of that shit. I don't know. Anyway, I'm behind. I don't even know what's going on. I'm fucking This Is Us. So it is what it is. Like I said, I have like eight episodes on my DVR. I'm completely behind. I'm also behind on grades. I might watch that today, depending on what time we finish up. Um, So that's pretty much it, honestly. I'm trying to think. Yeah, no movies or music or nothing. I haven't seen nothing new. Or I tried to watch Tomb Raider the other day, but I didn't watch it. Um, so there's no new niggas came out, so I didn't check out nothing like that. I keep that.
1: trying to tell y'all, it's no new niggas coming out. You all just have to figure out how to manufacture us old niggas into new niggas.
0: No, it's not gonna happen. These old and the older these niggas get, <laughs> the worse they are. Listen, I will say this though. About as far as old and new niggas is that, I had hope. Right? Well, actually, no. Actually, I've been one of the people. Have you ever had something that you don't necessarily want to be true, but you already kind of know?
1: Yeah, I'm never going to have a billion dollars.
0: That's not, that's not. I mean, it's just as unbelievable. Yeah. But okay. like, I thought that niggas could possibly grow up and be better, right? <laughs> I thought that niggas uh, could eventually evolve. Hmm. But then I met a 37-year-old It was just as bad. And so I had hope for the first. I'm like, they damn, like niggas
1: was like Pokemon or something. Like I'm that? like,
0: I thought they grew up. You know, what I'm saying, I'm like, okay, maybe these, you know, these 28, 29, 30 year olds, they just don't have it all yet, and they still trying to learn. Because I definitely, I, t- I I, learned that the young niggas ain't got it. That whole ideology, if you can shape and make niggas what you into you what you want, that only work for females. That don't <laughs> work for niggas. You can't take no young nigga and try to make him good and make him build him up as you want him to be. No, no, this is not build a bear. Them niggas gonna be trash, they baby (laughs) trash bags. And then the old niggas is just used, stressed out. Like, you know, you take a healthy bag, you fill that bitch up, and then all you take all the stuff out of and try to use again, it's blew out. It's used. (laughs) It's still trash bags at the end of the day. Trash. Nah, it's just all bad. So I You sound
1: like a problematic nigga trying to describe how uh, a pussy evolves. Like, you know, when he, when, when females get older, it get blew out. Like, no, don't, nigga. Shut up. No,
0: don't. My shit good, and it's inactive. <laughs> At the end of the day, all I know is that, <laughs> for the most part, I learned a valuable lesson. And it, it confirmed what I thought to be true, because I've always been anti-old niggas. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because my daddy in my life or what. But I've never uh, been attracted to older men. I thought it was weird. Like, I could have a, a nice little cutoff at about... You would think it would have one up since I got older, but it didn't. I have a nice little cut at about 32. <laughs> and um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I opened my mind. <laughs> I opened my mind, and I was, you know, interacting with, like, a 37-year-old, 38-year-old, something like that, for, like, four days and uh,
1: damn, all they got was four days.
0: Yeah, actually, I think it was three <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yep. So, no, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So, four, it was four, it was four days. Four days, and um, just as fucking horrible, just as trash, just as unreliable, just as, just, yeah, just as nasty and trifling and <laughs> stupid and. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Just childish. So yeah, no, my 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 I confirmed it. I went all went that way. You know what I'm saying? I went to went that way and saw that it was just all the same bullshit. And so now I am sitting comfortably back in my um you know I don't know. Back in my greatness of men being trash ass human beings that should have probably never been created. You know what I'm saying, so that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, but I learned a valuable lesson. It don't matter how ni- old or young these niggas is; it's all bad. Never get better, sis. So, yeah, I, I mean, did the research for y'all. Don't even think that it's going to get better down the line. It's over.
1: Yeah, I just keep praying for those new niggas. No, Maybe new niggas they... aren't
0: gonna come either. You need to just pray for yourself. Pray, <laughs> pray for yourself. Pray for uh, an abundance of double A AA and triple A batteries. Pray for An abundance of, um, you know, vibrators, you know, uh, plastic, rubber, all the increased productions and that, recycling. You know, pray for things that can really get you through life because it is not going to be these niggas, for sure. These niggas is a horrible, horrible creation. It's probably why I'm sick, to be honest. I'm sick of these niggas. I think that's exactly Mm -hmm. what... That's pretty clever. Yeah. I think that's literally why I'm sick right now. <laughs> so I'm sick of these niggas
1: for sure. Um, yeah. This week I didn't listen to a lot of music. Um, I did go through a lot of podcasts. Um, shout out to the people in our podcasting community. You guys are very dope. Not gonna name names because somebody's gonna get left out and somebody's gonna be mad.
0: He always leaving niggas out. But shout out to y'all for being dope and amazing. Oh, we gotta do that drop liner too.
1: Whoa! All right. Uh, All right. I forgot. <laughs> Um also uh I did start watching um Magicians Trigger warning by Killer Mike name. um it is a very entertaining show the season is only 6 episodes long i think they're 30 minute episodes and i really appreciate what he is doing as far as taking a very uh comedic ep- uh approach to some real fucked up things that's going on in the black community. Um, I know one episode he touched on religion, um, more specifically white Jesus and shit like that. Did uh, you
0: see his, sorry, did you see his uh, Breakfast Club interview?
1: Yes, I did. And I, I appreciate it much. I need to watch it. I I mean, he, he's a very knowledgeable person. Um, He's one of those people who make you kind of... You know, turn your head when you think about the fact that he, you know, just being knowing Killer Mike and where he came from, like as a rapper. You know, he's well, he's very well versed in a lot of political things, a lot of black history things. So, overall, I really enjoyed um, the show. I think I still have one episode left. Um, I tried to watch um, Abducted in Plain Sight, I only got like 10 minutes into it, and it just wasn't. I don't know, like you have to be in a certain mood to to actually fuck with that that movie. It is very very triggering in a lot of different ways. So, like I said, I only got through ten minutes of it, and I was straight. I'll try and watch the rest of it as the week progresses, but I'm probably gonna have to do it in the interview, intervals because I can't do that. Other than that, um, yeah, no, nothing really going on as far as that. Uh, me hating women, I love women. So yeah, women are pretty good. I know a lot of women who hate me, but that's really well, beside, men are trash. That's um, besides the point,
0: it's no reason to like not
1: like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, I'm just saying facts.
1: Six Hat world. world. All right, so this week for Six Hat World, we have three stories. Uh I mean they're all about musicians So it's kind of weird And it's a wide spectrum um, We'll just start off with the latest um, This weekend Bow Wow was arrested um, Well taken into custody um, Him and a young female Got into an altercation And Was it baby mama or was it? I don't believe, I think he was... His no, it guy, wasn't his baby uh, mama, no, it definitely wasn't her. It uh, was
0: his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend?
1: It was his ex fiance. I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, uh, what is her name? It is Kimio Leslie. Okay. Kaomi Leslie. All um, right. <clears throat> yeah. They got an altercation this weekend, and uh, mug shots were released, and my Wow was released first. And people like, oh, okay. You know, he had lots of scratches on his face, scratch on his nose, a couple on his forehead. And then the young lady's mugshot was released, and she looked like, you know, perfectly fine, you know, not, I didn't just get into altercation mugshot. And that's where shit went sideways.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Because I don't understand, and this is me personally speaking, I don't understand what you guys wanted from Bow Wow. Like, what? It, what, it, what was the actual
0: story? Like, what? Did, what did they say happened?
1: Um, basically, they just got in an altercation and um, the police were called and they said there was no, you know, they didn't, couldn't tell who the aggressor was, so they both got booked. Um, I think they were on a eight thousand dollar bond. So, I'm pretty sure both of them were are released. And, yeah, it was just the typical domestic. What alt- the fuck are
0: you hanging around your
1: uh, ex anyway? Now, that is, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Basically, you know, Super Bowl's in Atlanta. So, Bow Wow was being the Atlanta celebrity that he is. And he was going to Super Bowl events.
0: Is he an Atlanta celebrity or is nigga from Ohio?
1: I mean, everybody, once you move somewhere, you become attached to that city. So, oh, yeah, okay. You
0: know, I never got attached to Mount Pleasant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, ba- apparently, he was trying to go to Super Bowl events without her. Because and
0: they're not together. <laughs> and the holes are there, so.
1: Yeah. Apparently, she wasn't having it. And uh, she went a little bit too far. In the you know putting hands on him and shit like that, but you know niggas got into the all oh, damn she whooped his ass and she fucked that nigga up and shit like that. Like yeah, I mean that's kind of what's supposed to happen in cases like that.
0: That's not the version I got. Maybe I got all the trash niggas on my timeline. What? Cause I got all the. This is fucked up with having to bow wow. She need to be arrested. If this is the other way around, you women would be going crazy.
1: No, but see, that's the thing. That's that's my thing to males that were saying, like, oh, man, shit. Could have been me. Like, it was supposed, like, that's how that shit is supposed was, to go uh, down. Get, the niggas just they, like, they
0: just want to beat on females. I'm if like, she
1: came, if you saw his mugshot first, and then she came with a Rihanna X mugshot, we would crucify Bow Wow, cause he put his fucking hands on a woman. Like, what? Do, what do y'all want? Like, he was in a no win situation. Like, shoot the nigga some bail a little bit. Like, what was he supposed to do? Beat her ass?
0: And oh yeah, the, yeah, that's
1: what I would have did. I would have fuck that bitch up. No, yeah, okay. I will add
0: <laughs> that clip in context is gonna be fucked up. Anyways, <laughs> out of context, um, I will add this women. Stop putting your paws on these niggas unless you want to get hit. Not saying it makes it right, but just be more proactive instead of reactive. You can't be trying to beat this nigga up and then be like, oh my God, this nigga hit me. Bitch, you hit him first. Because some men, all men wasn't raised on hit women. Some of them men was raised and they hit me and I'm going to hit your ass back. So...
1: I'm just saying. Yeah. My mother raised me to if somebody put their hands on you, you put your hands on them back. Defend yourself. If you feel threatened, defend yourself. And a lot of times, niggas don't understand what threatened means. Like, if a chick is just swinging wildly at you, hold her. Shit, hold her. Let some, you know, let the shit diffuse, all that. Like, stop it. Nigga, nobody in twenty nineteen, nobody, no male should be punching a female. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Couldn't be me. You couldn't be me, niggas. It's, wow. I just want to let that be known. Cause I mean, <clears throat> if you think about it, what, what like what could he have done to make the situation better? If he actually punched her, the the narrative would be completely different.
0: Never hit a girl, but I'll shake the
1: shit out of you. Do that. I like do that. Don't put your, like don't fucking. But it's
0: Kanye cancel. Can we still call Kanye?
1: Um, if you want to, that's cool. Um, yeah, I, I just didn't understand a lot of the public uh, opinion about this situation. Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't preach about you know not being a domestic abuser. And then wonder why he didn't hit her back even though he you know he had marks on his face, why he didn't hit her back. Like that's kinda your role as a man. That's where you have to just be like, alright, cool.
0: And, and those are like scratches. It's not like he had a black eye.
1: Right. Like, not
0: justifying don't put your hands on nobody, but I'm just saying right. like she probably scratched him. Like I scratch niggas all the time. Don't do that. No, I'm saying not in like by, never mind.
1: <laughs> I know. Not in
0: mean. the face.
1: Yeah, the face is like my do not touch area.
0: But when a nigga kind of be like coming at me on some bullshit, nigga, I will scratch you.
1: But yeah, don't put yourself in that position. Or pinch you. Don't pinch me either.
0: Nigga, don't come at me
1: sideways. <laughs> um. In our next story, Daniel Hernandez, better known as Takashi Six uh. Nine. Pleaded guilty to mm-hmm. nine federal counts, ranging from
0: My, conspiracy, there we go.
1: firearms, offenses, narcotics, drug, <laughs> narcotic trafficking. Yeah. I mean, we kind of saw it coming. <clears throat> I guess a lot of, uh, a few of us had some hope that it would, you know change anything but did uh did they <laughs> I mean at the present by him pleading guilty to those nine years he's facing a minimum of forty seven years but a minimum he the word is he plans to further uh keep telling on niggas conspire with the federal agents to get a lighter sentence. Um he's also frantically trying to get protection for his family i know his uh his baby mother spoke out and said that you know it's fucked up but you did what you had to do i'm gonna do what i gotta do and it is what it is like it's an unfortunate situation it was an unfortunate situation when it happened but even more so now you know the fact that he felt you know the pressure of being faced with a life sentence. Like nobody nobody really thinks about that until you put in that situation. So I But you also uh not
0: to stand Jay. But just like When Jay was talking about in that verse, bro, you can't align yourself with a certain lifestyle and not expect and be ready for everything that comes with it. What that's song true. is that?
1: Um The Dead Prisoners.
0: Yes. Don't be on that bullshit. Like, nigga, refer to dead presidents. <laughs> Jay-Z said what he said.
1: Yeah, I mean, you understood that shit was getting serious when they actually, you know, locked him up and stopped, you know, perpetuating that little, you know, gangster-ass notion of what he was trying to do and shit like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's another young Man lost to the system for doing stupid shit, trying to get famous to appease us, and we really could not care less. Was he
0: trying to appease us? I thought like there's more people that didn't like him than liked
1: him. I mean, it, it depends. I, I will, you know, he had a couple, couple songs, you know, he had the angry music. He was in in light of what's going on in music, he was one of those, like, I compare him to like a MOP, like, he was that kind of, or uh, Onyx. He brought that kind of energy to music, whereas everybody else just, like, kind of singing auto-tune and shit like that. Mm, like, Okay. So, yeah, he brought, like, the hard shit, even though it was an act, but it was still... I would still... give him
0: absolutely no credit, because all I know is that I, for whatever reason, because somebody told me it was worth it, downloaded his first album, and I tell you, all of that shit sounded like noise. It literally was like, every time I saw him, I was like, what the fuck is going on?
1: Yeah, it was all bad. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, you know, that's just a lesson learned. Be careful what you're getting yourself into because it's when like, shit, damn,
0: he came, he saw, he did not conquer, but he folded. I
1: mean, but if you think about it, that's kind of like common nowadays. Like, none of these new niggas have real staying power. For I'm just
0: saying, for, for all the shit that he was talking and the ego and the chip that he had on his shoulder. All that for your ass to go down for shit like like yo ass wants to be a thug so bad. That shit pitiful.
1: That's normally how it happens unfortunately. All right. For our final story of the week, kind of problematic, kind of All right, we're just going to go into it. So, this week, um Empire actor Jesse Smollett was attacked in Chicago. He was allegedly attacked by two men um, who were... They apparently assaulted him, poured bleach on him, and hung a noose around his neck, uh, which is disgusting.
0: And they yelled MAGA country or some shit?
1: Yeah, they were um, MAGA supporters, apparently... And it's disgusting. When I first heard the story, I was like, "Yeah, that can that shit cannot be happening nowadays." Even though we we you know sporadically hear about lynchings and stuff in the South, still to this day. They used to hang up nooses around my campus when I
0: was in college. Well, but I went to Grandmont Pleasant in Michigan. is mostly white. get people. think people think about Detroit and get confused. These niggas racist up here in the this bitch too. Especially <laughs> you go to the UP nigga. They gonna be like, excuse me. Fuck you doing? Yeah. Up here nigga. nigger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Straight like that.
1: So, yeah, when the story was first reported, you know, everybody was in support. Everybody was outraged. Everybody was, you know, riding with Jesse. As the week progressed... There started to be holes that developed in his story, what? and I hear about that. A lot of people are kind of now on the fence about what exactly happened. Okay. So through, I mean, and I'm I'm not putting it past the Chicago PD to um, tamper with evidence or fix evidence or anything like that. We saw with the Kanika Jenkins' story, like, that was shady. And we kind of had a a sense of what happened to her, but the evidence never kind of added up. So in this case, uh, the surveillance, because it was a very busy uh, Chicago street, um, surveillance cameras didn't catch any of the assault. Um, They called... um, They found footage of uh, persons of interest, not suspects, but persons of interest, and they cannot, you know, it it was no proper ID. Like, you can't ID these people. Also, one of the holes is the fact that the time that the incident occurred and the time that the incident was reported was kind of sketchy, to say the least. It was kind of sketchy, um... The fact that he went back to his hotel room, called his manager. His manager called the police. When the police got there, he still had, you know, the noose around his neck. Um, police asked for, you know, phone, rec- you know, his phone as evidence or, you know, to be used in the story. I mean, in the investigation. And he refused and said, you know, he's it's a little, you know, us TV, You know, detectives Can find a lot of loopholes In this story Like, it's a lot of holes A lot of holes in the story But I'm gonna take him at his word Because I know it's a lot of people In the LGBTQ community That Are out here being attacked Are out here being killed And No one gives a fuck about That So I'm going to shoot him some bail And Believe him And stick by him, and uh, yeah, it's just unfortunate that this happened, and if it didn't happen- I didn't hear nothing
0: about all this other stuff, but it didn't happen, so I'm actually not going to comment.
1: Okay, so how did you feel about the initial investigations of, like, what was your thoughts when you heard that that happened?
0: I mean, I was saddened by it. It was like I remember actually, I, cause I took the story and sent it to my friends, and we talked about it for a minute. It was just kind of like, it was sad, scary, but I'm also not surprised. First of all, he's black. Second of all, he's gay. America's racist. America's homophobic. Yeah, that's the country in which we live in, and the times in which it's okay to be like that. So, I was not surprised or anything. Scared, sad, all of those things, but not surprised at all because I mean, white people. <laughs> so yeah. You're much how it's feeling. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like I said, I, I understand it. It's not out of realm of possibility that this could have went down exactly like he said it went down. But I just don't like the way the investigation is going at all. That's all I'm saying. I'm not denying the fact that it happened. Like, I don't know. I wasn't there. But I wish that... Um, I wish the best for him, actually, because that's some... Ridiculous shit they had to go through in 2019. So yeah, so that'll do it this week for Six at World. Um, if you would like to comment or if you have anything to add to these stories, you can do so by emailing us at ask two am podcast at gmail dot com. That's ask the number two am podcast at gmail dot com. We will read your questions and comments aloud on the show. Mind
0: of a millennial.
1: So this week for Mind of Millennial, um, my question to you, KC is um because I watched the trigger warning show, the the first episode was about black businesses. So Killer Mike had a idea that he was gonna go from Atlanta to Athens, but he was only going to use and be a part of black owned businesses and he was only gonna eat black you know black farm produce and meats and stuff like that he was only going to use black owned transportations and he found himself in a very interesting predicament because he didn't he didn't realize the lack of black owned things in his own area. So I thought that was very interesting. So my question to you is um what would be your black owned business? Like if you had to start a business from the ground up, what would it be? Like what do you believe that the black community needs to have uh a name to
0: that's what you want to have.
1: <laughs> I what's missing from the black community? What do you feel like common fucking sense? Uh, that's not a business.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I know what I can market because I know what all black businesses need: customer service lessons. Okay. So I would help young black startup companies to <laughs> become better with their customer service and people skills because clearly they need that shit. And I'm not here to pass along any fucking stereotypes or um, perpetuate any bullshit, but the reality is just that. Um, I've had, like most people, um, bad experiences when it comes to like buying black or whatever, like from hairdressers to nail techs to even very. Um, companies on, like, bigger brands and companies on a wider scale. So, like, even from being in the city and getting my hair done, you don't know, You don't you know, people want to come late. <laughs> they charge your arm and leg. They charge you if you late, but they'll come 30 minutes late and not take shit off your bill. Like, yeah, I think of shit like that. Or I went to a nail tech. Only time I ever went to a black nail tech. <laughs> and, um... She was late on my appointment. She was there. It just took she just wasn't attending to me. So I was waiting. On her website, it said no kids, no extra people. All of her friends and everybody, and their mama wasn't a bitch. Um she was on Instagram and doing my nails at one time. I like literally her phone in one hand and my finger in the other. <laughs> Some her friend came in and was waiting like, girl, can you touch this up? And so she pretty much pushed me out that fucking bitch without giving my nails a chance to dry. By the time I makes my car, all my nails was messed up. And that was like a fucking horrible experience. And then on a the wider scale, um, this would be my official review for Curl Caps on Instagram. Find them on Instagram. I, uh first time I had ever seen it was on this YouTuber that I follow, uh, African Beauty and it's like a hat. It's pretty much like natural hair or whatever. It's like a hat where, like, the back is, like, out, so, it's like, you have room for, like, your puff balls or shit like that. You have your natural hair. And um, I ordered from them. Uh, spent, like, $50, I think, $50, $60. Um, never got my shit. Uh, I contacted her the first time with proof and everything. Sent her my, because I called, because I was waiting for it to get, like, she shipped it, but I guess it got lost. The shipment got lost. And it had nothing to do with her. It was the, the postage, post office or whatever. All right. So my shipment got lost or whatever. I called. They was like, yeah. So pretty much they scanned it in, but it never got past that. And we don't know where it's at at this point. And so I emailed her. I told her that. Uh, no, actually, no. It was no email. It was no contact. I wrote her on Instagram. At first, it took her a week to respond to me. I um, emailed her, wrote her on there. She, uh, pretty much was like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I'm going to definitely want to file a claim. I sent her the confirmation email that I got from them. Right. I talked to them. Everything was legit. I never got my shit. Sent her my receipt, my charges, everything to show her. And she's like, I got you. I'm going to send out, you know, resend your stuff, you know, and, uh, get back to you or whatever. And I will get back to you with the new, uh, tracking number. And I'm like, okay, cool. I let a whole nother month pass by. Never got back in touch with me or whatever. And I wrote her again. I'm like, hey, I just want to touch bases. Um, I never got the new tracking number. I never got my stuff. She didn't respond this time. So that's that. If y'all choose to still or order from them, that's cool or whatever. But <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, I I think it goes both ways. I'll say this because as far as my opinion, I think that it's fucked up because I think when we have bad experiences at Wendy's or McDonald's or we have bad experiences at Walmart, we won't be like, oh my god, fuck white businesses. It is definitely kind of a fucked up thing when I mean and a kind of a I see both sides. It is fucked up and a lot of pressure with being a black having a black business because it seems like your black business speaks on behalf of all black businesses, which I guess is the same with black people in general, so I can't really be mad. Yo, black the actions of your one black person as an individual gets perpetuated upon the you know amongst the rest of all black people. So
1: Yeah, it's definitely slippery.
0: It's slippery slope. So Wow, maybe that's not gonna stop. I mean, I am more cautious. Like I hate seeing going to place and then black people just have an attitude or black people have an attitude. I've always, I've always been the type of person that tried to debunk stereotypes. So I'm always super nice. I'm always super polite. All of that stuff. Whenever I do anything, that's just how I move through this universe. I call it my black guilt, <laughs> <laughs> which is ironic because what the fuck am I be guilty for? But yeah, so
1: yeah, I understand. I had a similar situation today. I went into a predominantly white establishment. I was the only fleck of pepper there, besides a couple workers. You know, when I say a couple, I mean like literally two or three. And yeah, in one instance, it was just like going about my own little shopping experience. And then, on the other hand, it it was kind of weird because you know you see those looks and everything like that, but. You have to understand, there's not a lot of places for us to go with our own people in there. Like, with our own people running it, with our own people owning it and shit like that. Like, so you have to go to these other establishments that you might be profiled and You know what I'm saying? Some shit might go off or you might hear whispers or people looking at you sideways and shit like that. But you just want quality products and you cannot get quality products a lot of time for your own people. So, you know, just keep supporting black businesses and keep, you know, if you're trying to start some shit up and you're a little literary, just go ahead and do that shit. Like, I know. Yeah, don't...
0: I would definitely say it's important. Customer service is very, very, very important and I think extremely undervalued. I know starting a business as a black person, you have a lot of more other things to worry about, but I think it's very important to focus on customer service because you have to realize that. That opinion really matters. Like, how people perceive you, or your business and your customer service is really going to affect your business um, a lot, for sure. So, that's definitely something to think about. Because, actually, ironically, like, I feel bad about ragging on black business a lot of times. Like, I was going to my hairdresser for a really long time before I stopped going Harassing her. I'm not about to sit here for an hour. And I'm about to pay all this money. So, it's like, I found a new hairdresser. It's It's just stuff like that. Or... Same thing. Like, I don't go back... I don't go to Black Nail text no more. I go to the Asians. Like, it is what it is. Like, you learn. Like, I didn't rag on that company until... This is my first time ever even telling that story to anybody. Because it was just like... I mean, I ain't gonna go on shit. I could have been angry and went and wrote a fucked up ass review, which they deserve. All right, You know what I'm saying? But... I mean, it is. It is what it is. I mean, same thing with Bad Bath & Beyond. I mean, that's a white company. You see what they try to do with me and my best and they try to keep my $300. <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah. This is definitely an interesting conundrum where, yeah, you want to support your own people, but a lot of times your people aren't doing things that make them very, um, you know, make it easy to support them. And That's unfortunate because we need a lot more, you know. He went through the... The time frame of, like, how long people, you know, can hold on to a dollar in their community. And they were just talking about the black dollar spending six hours in the community as opposed to, like, you know, 23, 21, you know what I'm saying? In other communities, it it lasts, I mean, 21 days, 23 days, and in the black community, it lasts six hours. Like, that's kind of crazy. But it's understandable. So, all my entrepreneurs out there, keep doing your thing, keep, you know, striving and keep getting the word out. Like, I see little things on Twitter about, you know, upstart businesses and shit. And I'm real quick to retweet them because you never know. That might be the one that you need, you know, you could help that. Start up business, you know, really start generating some money and stuff like that. And it's a lot of people out here with cool ideas, so definitely encourage you to buy black, keep your money in your community, and uh, yeah. So well, we, we
0: understand what you can.
1: Yeah, we definitely understand what you can. It's not easy, not easy at all.
0: Hell no, it ain't. All right. My question to Hendrix is this: I guess it's kind of petty, but I don't care. I would say, let's say you're arguing. <laughs> <laughs> While arguing on the phone With your friend Or significant other They get angry and hang up If uh, he or she uh, Does not call you back Will you call them Yes or no And if so Is it a certain time limit In which you will wait
1: Before you call back um, I actually had something like this Happen this week Um, You know me I'm an asshole So But I'm also like Very sarcastic Like A lot of the shit that I say in terms of conversation, like, is very tongue-in-cheek. Like, I'm not actually... Like, you know, a lot of shit I don't actually mean. I just say shit for, you know, to, I don't know, to express myself in a different way.
0: No, nigga, you rude.
1: (laughs) I'm not. So, yeah, I was having a conversation, and I was saying some, I guess, you know, from another person's perspective, It might have been kind of, you know, off-putting or whatever. And the person hung up on me. I'm like, oh, damn. Like, I was just just fucking with you. Like, all right, cool. You know, I gave you some time to breathe or whatever. And, you know, shot him a text. Like, yeah, I wasn't trying to say that. Like, I would hope that you would know me well enough to know that that's not how I feel about a certain situation. So, yeah. You know, you give it a little bit of time to breathe, and if they're receptive to it, cool. If they're not, oh well. Like you know what I'm saying. You just have to give people space to uh, get over whatever they're going through, and it could have been just the wrong. Whatever
0: way. they going through, nigga, you caused it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, dodge the bullet. <laughs> yeah, I know. But see, I mean, that's kind of the thing, like. You aren't in control of how other people interpret what you say. Going back to your, you know, your discussion about uh, the older gentleman that you was talking to, like he could have been, you know, being tongue in cheek, or he could have been very serious. No, he was serious. So I mean, but that you know, if he, he might be from that you know place where that's common talk, like that's acceptable talk, yes, and it's just like, yeah. Because generation. So if
0: you older, it's more they was it was okay to be sexist and fucked up and not give a fuck about women. That's just the majority of men in general. Yeah. So, so
1: it, it was kind of.
0: I expect it, but I, I don't. I won't deal with it. Like that's cool that you that you fucked up like that. And somebody else, probably somebody your age will be okay. they used to men not respecting women, but I don't live in that or dwell in that plane of bullshit, so.
1: Yeah. Like I said, in that situation, it was kind of, it was lighthearted. Like, it wasn't even, like, a serious discussion, but I could understand. Like, I got it. Like, right, okay, cool. I might have joked a little bit too much. Cool. I like, let that breathe apologize, because I didn't really mean for the situation to get out of hand, and we can go from there. So, yeah, I guess a, a text would be more appropriate than a call. So, mm-hmm. I know if I get, I know for me, if I get angry enough to actually hang up on you, don't fucking call me back. I don't want to talk to you.
0: It depends. I'm <laughs> the younger generation, they play like that.
1: It's like, nigga, I'm not calling you back, bro.
0: I'm the younger generation play like that, though.
1: Don't fucking call me back if I hang up on you. It, it take a lot for me to actually hang up on somebody. Oh, no, yeah, don't. don't do that.
0: I know I've hung up on her before
1: yeah for nothing like,
0: <laughs> no nope, because you say stupid shit or you'd be playing when I'm serious,
1: yeah I mean that's 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 the conundrum that i I'm in in life, like how do I gauge people's like seriousness because I tend to not take a lot of things, I'll
0: take everything
1: seriously because seriously, i I've been there before, and that's just like anger all the time, and I don't wanna to fucking be like that. It's fun. <laughs> It was at the time and I understand it wasn't healthy at all.
0: It's fun for me.
1: <laughs> all right. So this week and let's argue, we are going to discuss some of the annoyances that we have when it comes to communicating. With people of the same sex and the opposite sex, I would guess. Like, just the overall annoyances of communication to kind of, I guess this is kind of a the theme. Like, you know, when is too much, too much? How do you decipher how, you know, the little etiquette that comes along with conversation with all the new technology we have and all this and all that like it's a lot easier for people to reach you even if you might not want to be reached at that particular time like how do you kind of deal with that on a regular basis because you know we have FaceTime FaceTime is becoming very popular in the communication stage of life like people would rather FaceTime than to call and text um you know, you have those people who uh, I guess as Destiny Child put it, bugaboos who just don't understand when enough is enough. I know KC goes through this on a regular basis. It's happened two times already as we've been recording, which is kinda of funny. But uh yeah, Casey, how do you how do you deal with all this new technology and communication? Like what What are some of the things that annoy you when it comes to people trying to communicate with you when you don't want to be bothered, per se?
0: (laughs) Ignore button.
1: (laughs) So you are an ignore button person. You don't let it ring. You just, like, ignore. Oh,
0: no, it depends on the person. So it's levels to my disrespect. So if I really don't want to talk to you and it's like, what the fuck are you calling me, I'm going to hit ignore. Because it's just like, what the fuck? But most of the time, I hit silent. If it's somebody I really fuck with, I'll text you and be like, I'm busy, whether I'm busy or not, but at least I'm offering you that to let you know that I would talk to you if circumstances were different, like if I felt like fucking talking, but I don't.
1: So how do you deal with the, um, I guess the the shifters, I would call them, the shifters, where you know, you're having a nice text conversation and then it kind of just flows into a FaceTime or a call.
0: Is, does it ever flow into that? <laughs> this is what usually happens. I mean, somebody be like, texting me, like, what you doing? And then they call me. And then it's like, now the niggas don't just call you, they FaceTime you. And ignores the fucking shit out of me. Like, I don't want to I hate being Facetime Unless it's for a good reason. Or it depends on the person. I don't know. There ain't really too many people that want to FaceTime me. I just don't like being FaceTime because it's like, now, now, like, it's different. I could be chilling and, like, be open to talking, like, just based, like, oh, okay, like, okay, I can answer the phone. And then the FaceTime, especially if it's, like, a guy or something, like, nah, I got to take my bonnet off or now I got to turn my light on. Like, niggas, do that all the time FaceTime me at night, nigga, my, I, I sleep with nothing on. So if you FaceTime me, I'm already in the bed, nigga, my light is off, my TV is off. I can't, you can't see me anyway. What's the fucking point of FaceTiming me? That shit is stupid. <laughs> it's fucking dumb I don't want to see you Like what the fuck I hate that shit The same thing like oh, It's just stupid anyway Like now I gotta hold my phone Like it's just so much more inconvenient Cause most of the time I talk on the phone I talk on speaker and my phone is like laying down next to me so, Yeah
1: see that's that's my main thing with FaceTime like,
0: Or I talk with a headset on So you FaceTiming me is inconvenient Because now I gotta hold my fucking phone I don't want to hold a phone
1: yeah, that's my thing with FaceTime. I don't have an issue with it. Like it's kind of cool to interact with people and actually see them, you know, cuz you had those days where you could be doing anything on the telephone and you know, niggas having full-fledged conversations like shitting or, you know, it, you know, all kind of wild shit. So, you know, to actually look at somebody, kind of get their emotions when you talking I to mean, them.
0: I appreciate FaceTime for what it is. I mean, my friends use it when we trying to get dressed like stuff like that showing each other outfits or anything like that. I I mean sometimes FaceTime is cool. Like sometimes it's cool, but I have to be in the mood for it. It's people who will FaceTime you all the time and never call. And that shit is weird. Like I feel like if anything, I regularly rather regular, re- regularly call me first or ask. Like I feel like if you're gonna if you want to FaceTime, I think this. I think you shouldn't offer it friendly FaceTime people. This is my own personal opinion. I feel like it's different to randomly call somebody. But I don't think that you should randomly FaceTime people. Nigga, that's almost like popping up in somebody's fucking house. What are you doing here? (laughs) Like, you should either be like, you want to FaceTime? Yeah, that's kind of true. Or you should just call and then FaceTime me. Or text and and then ask if I want to FaceTime. Or we could just talk on the phone. You could talk on the phone. I don't care. But if you FaceTime, and I mean, especially... Me, because if I'm on the phone, I can do other stuff. You FaceTime me, I can't do shit else. You know, nigga, give me your pause while I'm on pause, I'm on pause. Nigga, because I can't do nothing else on my phone. (laughs) So, if that's the case, then you should either call. I need to be ready to not be able to do shit else but sit there and talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you need to either ask somebody, like, oh, you want to FaceTime? Or... You need to call first and ask. Anywhere, go ask. Text an ass or call calling ass. Like, I don't like that randomness Facetime me out of nowhere shit. Because now, like, I got to talk to you. Like, that's pretty much saying, like, now you got to entertain guests. Like, that's pretty much the same thing. Like, you at my door. What are you doing here? I didn't invite you. I'm not dressed for this.
1: You're never dressed enough for FaceTime. Like, that's, that's one of the things. Like, you... FaceTime is so like abrupt. You would be like, okay, do I have like like I wiped my-, my eyes, seriously, like like, watching, like anything. Like I just got done eating. I might have something in my teeth. Like I don't know because <laughs> like I can sit
0: here and talk to you while I'm sick, right, on the phone, because I can put it on mute and cough, put it on mute and sneeze, put it on mute and whatever the fuck the case may be, blow my nose, anything like that. Ain't shit cute. About the tissue stuck up in my nose and me being sick. Why the fuck are you face call- FaceTiming me? Why? Now I gotta try to be fake cute.
1: <laughs>
0: like, no nigga, I don't want to see you. My leg little. I don't wanna see you. I don't wanna <laughs> do I see you. I don't wanna do none of that. Like, bro, what? I hate when nigga text you and then FaceTime you, like talking about some hey with that What are you doing? nothing. FaceTime, bam, nigga. I didn't say I wasn't doing nothing, nothing, nigga. I said I wasn't doing nothing.
1: I mean, but we talked about it pre show. Like saying that you're doing nothing is kind of like the an invitation. Yeah, it's but of it like an invitation, the invitation,
0: to invitation to FaceTime still.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like the invitation.
0: You need to ask if They want company, nigga, because you pretty much <laughs> in my house at that point. <laughs>
1: that is true.
0: Do you want company?
1: Because a lot of times, like you don't know what people's like surroundings is. So,
0: and I hate and Somebody who was antisocial, and it's somebody who was a loner and a homebody. I hate when niggas ask you what you doing, and like nothing sounds like nothing. Like, me doing nothing or being alone and not having plans don't mean I want to make plans with you, be with you, or talk to you. Like, and I know it's just, and, and like I said, I'm speaking from a loner and a homebody, and like somebody that's antisocial as fuck. Like, me saying I'm free, me saying I'm not doing nothing, me saying anything doesn't mean that I want to talk to you, be with you, or hang out with you. Like, that just means I'm not doing nothing at this moment. Like, but I'm still enjoying the company. What of myself? Like, I'm watching TV, or I'm sleeping, or I'm just laying in bed, or I'm just admiring myself. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Maybe I'm blowing my fucking nose. Like, I need to right now. At the end (laughs) of the day, you know, I don't want to FaceTime. I don't want to hang out.
1: Okay, so transitioning more into an annoyance factor, like, do you like the back-to-back calls? Like, what's your opinion on the back-to-back call? Um,
0: I'm torn. And the reason I'm torn is because I'm a back-to-back caller. But it depends on the person, though. Like, I'll back-to-back call my dad. I'll back-to-back call my nigga. But that's about it. I want back to back call nobody else. I, like, I literally will call I, I actually no. I've grown out of it. I've grown out of it. Not with my dad though. But I've grown <laughs> out of it with my nigga. And I don't do it with my friends. When I was younger, I would call my friends or my dad or my nigga until they answer. Like I'm gonna keep calling you face. Or unless I until I get tired of calling. Okay. I'm like eventually if I call you for 10 minutes straight, you're going to be free eventually. But I don't do that no more because I don't care no more. Like, I'm old and fucked up now. So, nah, I just like, whatever. And this shit, I don't even really call people. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I get that to a certain extent. So,
0: like, I, I don't blame people when they do it, but it shocks me. And the reason, I'm going to be honest, the reason it shocks me because I will be honest, uh... My pride controls 99% of the shit that I do. And I'm way more prideful now than I was when I was younger. So when I was younger, I could sit there and call a nigga five times back to back. I'm not doing that shit now. I'm not going to call you the first time, to be honest with you. Um, Even the brief moment that I was talking to the old, the old man, I text that nigga. He called me. I don't think I ever called his phone. But that's just how I am. I don't really call people. I'll text you, but I won't call you. I definitely don't call anybody first, probably except for my girlfriends. That's literally it. I don't call nobody first unless I'm returning a phone call. Besides my dad, my stepmama, or my friends, I don't really do that with nobody else. Yeah. So... Um, Like I said, my pride is way worse than it is now. Like I said, when I was younger, I didn't have a problem with it nowadays. No, I'm good. Because I don't even want you to think I care because it would be a misrepresentation. And I think it's also like that with um, with people, when people call me. Like the other day this guy called me twice. I was just so shocked. My phone was ringing for so long.
1: You are the queen of back-to-back calling niggas.
0: Hold
1: me? Yes. For whatever reason, everybody that you associate or talk to it will con- consistently. Even on a Sunday. Every recording day. i call me back. This nigga gets calls back to back at least four to five times while I'm here. Oh no. But... <laughs> at least four to five times.
0: And really I'd be surprised. I do be surprised I'd be shocked. I'm like, damn like that nigga like that's what's up. Cause I can't <laughs> call I can't call nobody back to back. I feel stupid.
1: Yeah, I, I feel you on the pride shit. Like
0: I'm just a pride. My, my pri- I see my whenever I meet somebody, I tell them that my pride is my character flaw because I can't do shit about it. But it more is, so it it than that,
1: I I believe in. I'm a strong believer in like common courtesy. Like if I call you and I don't want anything, and you don't pick up, cool. When you, time, courtesy, when you get time, when you get time, you'll call me back or you'll text me back See, or whatever. See,
0: but the thing that matters is I used to be a big when I used to be a double caller. haha. I used to be a big believer, and if you want to talk to me, you are gonna fucking talk to me. And so I used to just call your ass back. But I still believe that now, but it just don't apply to me. i like, <laughs> if you want to talk to me, right here, you man. can talk to me. You gonna keep trying to talk to me? I don't want to talk to you like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, like a lot of times, I went through this. I'm a fucked
0: up person.
1: It's okay. You, you working on it? It's okay. No, no. I actually, I actually <laughs> evolved into what I am now. Um, I actually had this situation happen earlier this week. Um, my little sister went to court, and she, I guess she was put in a position to where she felt a little uneasy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So she called. Me and my mom, like back to back, like she called me twice, she called my mom twice, and in the middle of calling my mom twice, she called me twice. And you know, I'm a late riser, so you know, you in that early morning court stage about eight, eight, nine o'clock in the morning, like you probably not gonna hear from me, like, yeah, probably- listen,
0: listen, <laughs> oh, hey, PSA, ladies, PSA, PSA, Hendrix. Is unreliable as fuck And what I mean by that is that he is not He is not the person to call In a state of emergency He is not gonna answer the phone After not at a certain answer.
1: time Nigga
0: yeah. uh, emergency, uh, emergency nigga, That can happen whenever nigga. He is not the person To call in an emergency <laughs> So if you vetting this nigga to be your nigga I advise you to stop or I advise you to make sure you got a good side, nigga, because you're gonna be <laughs> fucked up if you ever need nothing important, anything important. Like it's gonna it's gonna be over for your baby ass.
1: I've gotten better. No,
0: no, you nigga, you've gotten worse, nigga. This. <laughs> <laughs> PSA, this is not the nigga. This is not if you if you ever have you a person with shitty luck, you know what I'm saying? Fucked up shit happen to you often, you get tied flat, you get robbed, I don't know anything. Where you the, the, the moment you hungry, moments where you think you need a nigga. Don't call this nigga bro He is not the one You need to get a good side nigga Before you in the process of trying to talk to this nigga Make sure you got a roster of more reliable niggas Cause he is not the one Nigga <laughs> you will be hanging Nigga you gonna be freezing cold Your tire not gonna get changed Anything that you need, you need I don't even know gas money I don't know whatever you need It's a state of emergency Call somebody else you you would get in touch with your absentee father, nigga, before you get in touch with all this right, nigga. All right, all right, now. I'm all just right. saying. I just all you, I'm trying to look out for my women. Wait a minute.
1: All right, <coughs> ladies. So now that exaggeration is over, that
0: is not an exaggeration, bro. That is an exaggeration. No, the fuck is not. Listen, is. listen, to I tell you, I am still hungry from 2016. <laughs> waiting on this nigga, bro. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Why you, you bringing me. up old
1: shit?
0: You <laughs> know do it. Why
1: you bringing up old shit? I'm but, just telling uh, you. Just PSA everybody everywhere. Um <laughs> From 3.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. My phone is on a very, very strict do not disturb. <laughs> I'm just that. letting niggas know. I do If I wake oh. up in between, I respond back. Like, there be gaps in my shit. I ain't gonna lie. You can text Listen. me at eight. I'll text you back at eight thirty and Listen. I won't text you your next text back until about 12 o'clock.
0: Hey. He know, he know I know. He know I know.
1: Hey, look, yeah. That's I'm why sorry. his
0: rare receipts on, but this nigga ain't even up. or this nigga not even going to look at my shit
1: But see that's the thing. That's the reason why I have my read receipts on, because a lot of people don't believe I'm like, look, if I look at your message, there's no way that half ass look at your message like, oh, damn, what'd she say? Oh, okay, yeah, I'll get back to that later. No, I actually had to open a message. At, anytime I open a message, at, and I just figured this out, You that little peek that you do, let's say you got like three, four, five messages from five different people. If you peek, it can trigger a red on the read receipts. Like, it, it can trigger a red. I learned that. Um, A couple weeks ago, I'm like, damn.
0: Um, my brother, saying, no. Oh. He just told me I can't turn mine on. I don't know why he said Cause that. Because you
1: are disrespectful as fuck. Wow, wow. The name calling is. Crazy. I accidentally, like, because I'm asleep, don't respond to people. This nigga will look at your shit. <laughs> open, your, open your shit and not respond for four hours.
0: Because I, I got to get back to you.
1: You're not doing shit, though. That's you don't the whole, know that's what, the what whole, I'm doing. That's what the whole conversation is about.
0: Listen, pause. This, my, this is the problem I have with Facebook and niggas on Facebook, though. <laughs> listen, I'm going to tell y'all why. Listen, bro, listen. Everybody bring it in. So, this is the reason why I, I can't turn on my red receipts. Hendrix told me I can't. I'ma tell y'all why I don't like notifications on my phone. PSA: Anybody that want that like me and shit, that want to listen to the show, listen. Come here and bring it in. I don't like I don't like notifications on my phone. I don't like notifications on shit. So that's apps, that's texts, that's calls, that's voicemail. I will clear your shit. I did not see it, but I cleared it because the notifications gonna irritate me. I am controlling. I have OCD. I don't like notifications on my phone. I'm not one of them bitches. Y'all know y'all think cute bitches be the bitches that got. 857 text messages unread. I'm not that bitch. I have zero at all times. I don't like notifications on anything. Facebook, anything. I clear everything. So, it's I get cussed out on Facebook all the time. And he's like, "You just going to open and not respond, baby?" I didn't read that shit. (laughs) I opened it to clear it off so I wouldn't have that fucking box, red box on the top of my shit. But I in no way, shape, or form read or gave a fuck about your message. That had nothing to do with me. I literally just wanted to clear the notification. See, the notification is personal. The notification is mine. Just like your message is yours, the notification is mine. I cleared my notification. What I did not do is read your message. You see how it's yours and mine? Mine. I didn't do that. The same thing with text messages. I'm going to clear that bitch. I may or may not read it. You called me. I just want to clear the notification. I may or may not look at the fact that you called me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Flat the fuck out. That's really what it is. There's no hard feelings. I don't care. I'm just saying I, I, I don't like notifications on my phone. So bring it in. This is this episode I see people are going to probably not like me even more than they probably already do. That's why people think in all reality that Hendricks is the most likable between the two of us, which is bullshit. He's a horrible person. But he just interacts in a way that I cannot because I have bad people <laughs> skills.
1: And I don't have bad people skills. You got you me are all way, here.
0: No, you are way more likable than I am. Like on on the outside, like as an actual person, like I have way more positive characteristics as a human being mm-hmm. than Hendrix does. Mm-hmm. He is just more social. <laughs> I don't socialize. Therefore, it's hard for y'all to get through and know that. But. I'm way. I'm a better person than Hendrix is. Hendrix is horrible. You know what I'm saying? I'm still hungry. He won't feed me. This I'm I saying. fed you already no, today. Shut up. No, nigga, I asked barbecue wings. Where don't is my chicken? My... God damn.
1: Granddaddy <laughs> got
0: him. No, he don't. That <laughs> nigga is blocked. I told you. I don't play with niggas. Old, young, short, fat, skinny, tall nigga, short. I don't give a fuck. I don't fucking play with niggas. I'm not playing with nobody's son. Alright, so. Or dad at this point. So.
1: So no wings for you. Alright. I so. my
0: own motherfucking wing. I tell you, listen, some other nigga try to play with me. Listen, while we on the subject of niggas.
1: We not on that subject. Some other Go nigga ahead. try to
0: play with me, bro, on Facebook. And y'all can agree or disagree. But I don't give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? So.
1: Yeah, those positive characteristics continue.
0: Fuck this shit. I'm sick, nigga. <laughs>
1: I don't care. Go ahead with your story, lady. But yeah, so I
0: was commenting on this topic or whatever, and this, I'm in this dating group on Facebook. Oh
1: dear God!
0: Please don't bring that up. And so <laughs> I innocently comment on something that had nothing to do with nobody else. I made a very blanket statement about a hypothetical topic. Hmm. This nigga got mad as fuck and tried to tell me I look cheap.
1: No, I gotta pull
0: it up. You want me to read it? Oh, you you can go right ahead and read it. Um, I don't. Do you have
1: the original question? I don't know how to read. it. Original
0: oh version. no, but the, the the admin deleted the, the deleted it.
1: Oh, you deleted the whole thread? Yeah,
0: cuz she was like and she messaged me like I'm sorry for the disrespect. <laughs> That's cuz I kept reporting the group. Listen, I told you I fight like a white person.
1: Okay, so you can read the question and your comment and I'll read the response.
0: Okay, well the question said uh it oh, the question it was a t- it was a text message thread from a couple. Well, people dating, right? And the thread was like It was a girl messenger. She said, Ruth Chris. And then she said, the state, the city. Y'all not gonna know what the city is, so I'm not gonna waste my time saying it. She said, Ruth Chris, and then she said, such and such location. And the guy was like, No and no. No, first she's no. He said, he did the soldier, but he said, Ruth Chris, Mm -hmm. location, you know, whatever. No and no. And she said, okay. That's cool. She's like, okay. She said, laugh out loud. Okay. Bar Louie. And then she said, another location. He said, that's cool. That was the whole conversation. So my first response, I responded twice. My first response, I was like, well, honestly, there's nothing about this exchange. seems problematic. She offered another reason. I was like, she shot her shot. Nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? She tried. And then right after, she offered a more sensible alternative for his pockets. That's what I said. Man, my voice really going out. Know. And that's what I said. For his pockets. I said, pockets. Pockets. So, that's what uh, that's what I said the first time. And then I seen a whole bunch of bitter-ass comments. So, then I made another comment. Hendrix, cue it. You got to cue it up?
1: Yeah, you're supposed to be reading this part. This oh, I'll read, it. I'll read it. I'll read
0: it. And the other comment I made was, I said... This could all. This is uh, this uh, that could ultimately be the life she already lives, if she only dines at higher end restaurants. Is it really her fault if you're poor? And she also didn't say that she wasn't paying. And lastly, if a guy has a specific budget, you should pick the place or give her options to choose from.
1: Oh, it's my turn now.
0: Yes, and then Hendrix is going to read the part of Fuckboy.
1: Boy. All right. So. Wow, you want to start with I, I, huh? All right. All right, cool. Well, first off, I'm not taking a girl to Ruth Chris for the first date. That don't mean I'm poor. I mean, he could just not like her like that. Like that's too much to be doing all that if you you don't like somebody. For instance, it don't look like a guy will ever offer you Ruth Chris because you look more like the Applebee's type of girl?
0: Yes. So that is what (laughs) fuckboy Keisha (laughs) said in response to a post. uh, Mind you, I do not know this young man. I've never met him (laughs) or saw him. First of all, his page looks fake. It's no pictures of his face on there, which means he probably looked like Shrek. And um, I oh, the comments got deleted, so I didn't. Uh, I can't read them verbatim, but I said something to the effect of "You probably never smelled pussy before." <laughs> and then um, I also said that his life was miserable, which it probably is. And then I also asked him if he went on my page. Sorry, a bit of arrogance, just stirred the pot. Sorry. <laughs> and then, lastly, I ended with "I wouldn't even let you valet my car. You look like you would take the change off the floor." No.
1: Wow, that's disrespectful.
0: I mean, he look like he's still.
1: Now, when, you know, KC sent me that, it was it was funny. But uh, knowing this nigga's love for food, it is completely inaccurate. She is not an Applebee's type of girl. She is definitely a Morton's budget type of bitch. But she had like a red lobster fetish. Like, red I do like lobster, red lobster. Shit.
0: But, I'm, I, I mean, Ocean Prime is if you're really trying to, you know, do something wow.
1: Yeah, she's she a real lobster girl, man. But it's just like,
0: <laughs> who the fuck eat Applebee's? not saying nothing wrong with Applebee's, because I went to Applebee's for the first time in like 10 years of the day. I mean, a couple months ago. This guy actually took me on a date at Applebee's. Because he asked me if I cared and I was like, no, you good. But I was about to go get Chinese food from the hood, so it really wasn't a bad extra. But it was just kind of like, what? Nicky just be saying shit. I know he was trying to win a funny award, but it's like, you gotta click on my page before you start throwing shots like that.
1: All right, this is a wild ass news story that just broke. What? So, um, yeah. Well, everybody, that is our dis. Let's argue discussion. Oh, uh-huh, is it? <laughs> um, don't yeah. call
0: people unless they call you.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you guys have any thoughts about, you know, your annoyances when it comes to communication nowadays, like, do you like? Call people calling you back to back. Are you a back to back caller? Are you a double texter? They like FaceTime. Right. Like, are you a FaceTime junkie? For no reason. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, just let us know. Um, you can do that through our email at gmail dot com. You can do that through our social media
0: platforms.
1: Yes. I don't know we All right, before we get into the uh Grind my gears discussion. This story just actually blew up in my fucking group chat. So, apparently rapper 21 Savage okay. was arrested by ICE officials in Atlanta and he is set to be deported. I know. Confusing as fuck, right? Arrested by who? ICE officials. What is that? That is the uh immigrant uh... Yeah, the, the people. What the
0: fuck is 21 Savage?
1: Apparently, he's British. He's from the United Kingdom. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that is what is being uh, reported Shut that he's the fuck actually up. from the UK. Um, they, uh, The uh, ICE government spokesman is saying that uh, his whole public persona is false. He actually came to the US from the UK as a teen and overstayed his visa. Shut the fuck up! I am reading it right now. This is fucking insane to be honest. Are
0: you fucking kidding me?
1: This is super super crazy i don't I don't really uh yeah, I don't know what to say about that one. That is uh very interesting that in the picture they have, he does look kind of british though. To be honest. You said. <laughs> uh, just send it to you. Yeah, that is crazy. That uh Twin Savage is I don't know. I mean you can still be a gangster and be British. you know. It's all about where you at, what you know how long you spent there and shit like that, like yeah, it's a lot of people from Atlanta wow. They named from Atlanta It's a lot of people from. that they claim they're from Detroit That aren't really from Detroit So yeah, I mean now I'm trying
0: to think if I even heard this nigga What the fuck is this? <laughs>
1: so yeah, as we that, You like uh, that? No That's you, your type? No, it's not You know me, little it's booty Little booties matter to me I don't like all that extra shit
0: I don't know what the fuck that shit is Exactly what that, that mm-hmm. is
1: I don't know what that is No cock for me Um, you know what really grinds my gears so yeah this week grinding my gears is slick ass niggas and when I say slick ass niggas I'm not talking about niggas slipping on ice and shit no no we are talking about (laughs) (laughs) we are talking about the people who try and bend and stretch things and ultimately make it a lot harder for everybody else around them so, in this case, it's more so of a workplace thing. So, we have a new gentleman at my job. And he... I don't know. I don't know if he's stupid or he he thinks everybody else around him is stupid. So, um, we clock in at my job. So, we manually... We have a machine. We manually go and it clocks in, shows you the date, the time, whatever, whatever. So... For the past couple of weeks, yes, that is more yes that that works for me that's that's good. I actually went through that thread that's that's pretty good, yeah, that was small, but i yeah it worked um, so we clock in and it came it became alarming at a at a certain point because instead of clocking in in the morning, his shift starts at five instead of clocking in in the morning, he started writing. No, he started writing his time in every day, so he would write in <laughs> he would write in five o'clock or around five o'clock four forty five and shit like that, and he would just clock out at his regular time now, Nobody else is granted those permissions. I have high seniority. I am not granted that permission when I get there. I clock in no matter how early or how late I am. I clock in and go about my day. So it came about that he was actually, surprise, surprise, not getting there at five o'clock in the morning. His excuse was when he got there that it was too cold to clock in. the 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 time the the time clock didn't work because it was too cold. And that's complete bullshit. I worked there many a winter and it's never been any problems. And we work in a heated facility. So it's always the heat is always on. Anybody knows me, my heat is always on. So, fuck out of here with that bullshit. So yeah, so now he's starting to have to um clock in every day, and the times are fucking alarming. He clocks in at like eight o'clock, ten o'clock. Like bro, you f- you're five hours into your fucking shift, and you just getting there. And now he's talking about, oh yeah, you know, when I got here, I was so busy, I just forgot to clock in. Like nah, bro. I don't know who you feel like is stupid. I'm not stupid, so yeah. Luckily, you hope. niggas work fast. <laughs> yeah. Whoever the
0: fuck added Twenty One Savage, the British rapper, songwriter, producer, based in Atlanta, is quick as fuck on your feet. But I went to the bottom and I said that somebody did this four minutes ago. Yeah. So you niggas are swift. Let yeah, me actually. just say.
1: <laughs> Tell this nigga,
0: he's a British rapper. I hate you niggas, I swear.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, slick so niggas are grinding my gears this week. What's grinding your gears this week, KC? What's grinding my gears is what's
0: continuously grinding my gears all the time. It's niggas that don't have no respect for my time. Usually when I bring up this topic for grinding my gears, I'm talking about Hendrix and considerate ass, but this time surprisingly it's not him.
1: Yay.
0: You still don't have no respect for my fucking time. Secondly. Uh-oh. See bitches? <laughs> I just not want to try To think about it I, Y'all might like The whole little Hamster face and shit But at the end Of the fucking Whoa, day hey, The rest of the qualities Is hey, fucked up hey, So
1: I am over my Hamster face face He's like a hamster
0: Fuck At the end of the fucking day Or a gerbil nigga At the end of the fucking day Bro bro Y'all gotta weigh your options A possum nigga Y'all gotta think about it
1: <laughs> I actually bought some shit For the bags Under my eyes I, w- I can't have that
0: a raccoon. This was, nigga is a hamster raccoon I was looking,
1: duo. I was looking real drugged out out here, and I don't do no drugs.
0: Nigga. No, but if you push, try to wrap your little hands around his waist, you will definitely be able to wrap the entire thing around your fingers.
1: Get on with your grind in my I'm gears, sorry. my hair.
0: sorry. Feed him. So, uh, like I was trying to say, <laughs> was grinding in my gears is people complete. Disrespect and inconsiderate nature of my time People like to waste my time Niggas, bitches, animals, all kind of things And at the end of the day I'm not here for it It started off with Hendrix Always trying to waste my time And not considering what the fuck I gotta do Mainly sleep But um, you know It is what it is This time it's niggas trying to waste my time I was supposed to go On a date And this nigga was like Oh I wanna spend the day with you Clear your schedule and I'm like, yeah, all right. Okay. Full apprehension because I'm apprehensive about anything with a penis, nigga. And I'm just like,
1: bro, come on.
0: Yeah, that's why I got rid of my boy dog, nigga. I don't trust niggas out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, so, you know. He's like, oh, let's go to date or whatever, clear your schedule. I'm like, all right. And um, <laughs> and, um, mind you, he called me earlier in the day and was like, because this nigga cut hair. He said, call me earlier in the day, and it was Saturday. I'm reasonable. probably called me earlier in the day. I was in the mall with, with my friends, and was like, oh, you know, i cutting hair, da-da-da. I'm going to call you later. All right, cool. Called me again at 5, and I was like, I'm taking a lunch break. I got one more person. And he's like, I'm going to figure out what we going to do. I'm going to call you. I'm like, Cool. At this point, I'm already in the bed because I thought planning on taking a nap, which turned into
1: sleep. As usual.
0: And I was in the bed or whatever. And then 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. All these times passed. I don't remember. Actually, no. I was asleep by 8.30. So, like, 7 past, 6 past. Oh, well, they passed in different orders. 6 past, 7 past, 8 past. <laughs> I went to sleep or whatever. And then I woke up at, like, 9.00. And he was on live. It said he had just, he was, he was still cutting hair. He put a live video up there. Like it said the live video was 45 minutes before. And I'm like, oh, this nigga's still cutting hair. So, you know, I'm being reasonable. Get to your bag. I ain't no hater. Because he did tell me when he said when he had one person. He was like, you know, these niggas still calling me. Tell me something they'll offer me double. It's a Saturday night. I know. I get it. I believe it. So, he was still cutting hair. That was 45 minutes later. I went to sleep. Nigga, I woke up at 4 in the morning. No calls, no tests, no miss, no nothing. And like I'm a creep. I went on his Facebook and i went on his Instagram. Live videos. the thing went to the club with friends. Like, wow. That's why you're on my block list now. Nah, but at the end of the day, <laughs> um, mm. niggas. So I, w- I was saying this is my best friend. But what I really do realize people was like, oh, it was so often when I was dating before when I worked nights and weekends. People was just like, how can you date? You know what I'm saying? But honestly, it probably was easier dating having Monday and Tuesday off, than mm. having a weekend off because the weekend nigga gotta choose if he gonna hang out with you or his friends, Monday or Tuesday. Ain't shit else to do but hang out with you. And I feel like that's why dating was easier when I had Mondays and Tuesdays off.
1: And it's crazy because my friends is like the complete opposite. They want to hang out with like whatever female. I'm like, dude, on the like, weekend, like anytime. Like, oh yeah, you know, bring such and such through, like bring Casey through, like uh, my man's girl. Still man that we never went on a double date. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? That y'all can still do it now. Like, nah, she be busy. I go out. Um, yeah. Usually it's charity. <laughs> no,
0: Mommy and man. These <laughs> niggas want to be side niggas anyway. But like, that's my nigga over there. What's up with you? You <laughs> know what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> nah, nigga, don't do that. <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying? These bitches don't care.
1: All right, so that's it for grinding my gears. That's this it week. for everything. Bye. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want more of this very dark humor, where can they find you at KC? If you
0: want to reach me, KC, in a place to be, you could do so. Find me in the nearest pharmacy, nigga, because <laughs> I'm sick as fuck. Anyways, um, you can get a meet, <laughs> okay? A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E S on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach me on Facebook, you can do so at KC Codd. That's K A Y C O L L. No, that's not it. It's K-Y-C-E-E-C-O-L-L-K-C, my bad. And then um, that's pretty much it. If you want to reach the show, you can do so on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all social media platforms at the 2AM Podcast. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. If you want to email us, you can do so at 2 gmail.com. That's the number two. I'm already talking too much. Hendrix, where can they reach you?
1: You can reach me, the hostess with the mostess. At, wow,
0: uh, nigga host one day
1: <laughs> The You can reach me on all social media platforms At Noli Hendrix That's N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter um, Like Casey said Reach the show on all DSPs SoundCloud, Podbean Stitcher, Google Play Spotify Apple Podcasts um, Yeah, any place that you You know Digest media content, you know, you can find us. And if you can't find us, let us know. We will gladly upload our podcast onto that platform. So I'm going to ask myself this because I'm hosting. Any last words, Hendrix? Fuck up.
0: Any last words, Hendrix?
1: Yes, millennials. Remember, once the bond breaks, that the history. Doesn't matter anymore.
0: Is that really true? Because I know some people that be like, Oh, we got time. <laughs> right. anyway. I mean you can
1: say it, that don't mean it matter.
0: Alright guys, well that's gonna wrap it up for this week. We'll catch you next week. Hopefully I'm in better health. Peace the fuck out. Goodbye.